In last season's NFL playoffs, as every football fan remembers, the New Orleans Saints were on the verge of a trip to the Super Bowl. Quick snap. Breeze. But then... Pass is incomplete. No flag for Tommy Lee Lewis. One of the worst calls in sports history. Crowd's going crazy as there's no flag right on the Saints' sideline. It was all anyone could talk about for days. The bad call that had Saints fans screaming last night. A glaring case of pass interference. One of the most obvious cases you'll ever see, and it wasn't penalized. And it led to an unprecedented response from Saints fans. Billboards, boycotts, federal lawsuits against the NFL. Including reports of a possible class action lawsuit against the NFL filed by people who lost big money betting on the Saints. The issue even ended up on the floor of the U.S. Senate. The state of Louisiana is outraged because of what happened in the Superdome last Sunday. Yesterday, the teams met in a highly anticipated rematch. And once again, the Saints were on the wrong end of a bad call. This should have been a touchdown for the New Orleans Saints. Today, we're going to talk with the Athletics' Larry Holder, a football columnist who lives in New Orleans, about Saints fans' epic quest for justice after last season's blown call. And we'll hear from Saints fans at yesterday's game who, let's just say, were not feeling great. I'm feeling dejected, and I'm thinking, you know, hey, we can't catch a good call. From Wondery and The Athletic, I'm Kavitha Davidson. And I'm Anders Kelto. It's Monday, September 16th, and this is The Lead. It felt like something great was happening. There was just something about the emotion and that moment. The failures of the past don't matter because we've got this guy now. I've never seen anything like that. That's not good news. This isn't a story where you interview the athlete and go home. It stays with you. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, Kavitha. What's up, Anders? Well, before we get started, this is the very first episode of The Lead. Mm -hmm. And since you and I are the hosts, I thought maybe we should just quickly explain what the show is. So The Lead is the show I always wish existed. I'm a sports writer, but I was a sports fan first. And it's really all about great stories. Great stories from great sports reporters who are all over the country. I mean, these are journalists who live in these cities and know these teams and know these players. But you don't have to be a fan of those teams or those players to care about these stories. Right. For example, in this first episode, you talked to Larry Holder, who has covered the New Orleans Saints for almost 15 years, about why that terrible call last season provoked such an unprecedented response. Yeah, and it really helped me to understand why Saints fans did what they did and why fans at yesterday's game were so demoralized. It's really something anyone could identify with. So should we get to the story? Let's go for it. 
So, Larry, let's start with a very basic question. How important is football, is the game of football, to the city of New Orleans? I'll just put it to you this way. When Hurricane Katrina struck New Orleans, uh, August 2005, and, of course, everyone is recovering from the storm, people are literally taking their FEMA checks to buy Saints season tickets. That's how important the Saints are to this community. And I'd say without the Saints returning to the city at that point, I don't think the city would have ever actually rebounded. So I would say, unlike many, if any, NFL fan base within the league. All right. So let's go back to this incredible no call. It's last year's NFC championship game. The Saints and the Rams are tied in the fourth quarter and the Saints look like they're about to score and book a trip to the Super Bowl. Walk us through what happens next. Tommy Lee Lewis, who is really kind of an unknown receiver within the Saints receiving core, he's not one of their top targets. Uh, he's basically running free down the sideline. Quick snap, breeze. And then uh, Nickel Roby Coleman, in absolute desperation, flies basically head first into Tommy Lee Lewis as Drew Brees has a perfect pass. Pass is incomplete, no flag for Tommy Lee Lewis. Two officials are looking at each other. One looks like he's about to take the flag out and throw it. A second one basically says no, 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 and it's not pass interference or a helmet-to-helmet call, which is also, of course, illegal in the NFL. And the play just goes on. So you're you're in the stadium when this happens. How does the crowd react? It was utter aghast. Crowd's going crazy as there's no flag right on the Saints' sideline. And then... Of course, the replay, they put it up in the on the big screens in the Superdome and everyone loses their minds. I mean, he, all he was doing was was staring down Lewis and just playing the man. And, never... and you add it all together and it became a complete and utter debacle. The Rams get the ball back. The Saints defense is probably a little bit in shell shock. The Rams drive down the field. They kick a field goal, send it to overtime. The Saints get the ball first in overtime. Drew Brees is hit, throws an interception, which means when the Rams get the ball back, all they've got to do is kick a field goal. That snap. The kick is good. Rams win it. And on to Super Bowl 53, they go. It was the first time probably in my professional career where I entered a locker room And I was angry for the team that I was covering. Well, so, you know, people always complain about refs' decisions and calls. And, you know, it's always very hyperbolic. The worst call in sports history. Was this actually the worst call in sports history? Instead of using hyperbole and saying it's the worst call, I would lump maybe five calls that were historically terrible in the realm of sports. And that one's in there. You know, it's normal, you know, to be bummed when you're a fan about your team losing, especially in, in such dramatic fashion. Um, but Saints fans seem to have gone way above and beyond just calling into their local talk show angrily. Right. Um, what what was their reaction after the game and in the in the weeks following? Well, I'll just start off with the immediate aftermath, say right after the game is over. The NFL admitted they messed up. Head coach Sean Payton now saying the NFL told him the refs, quote, blew the call. The NFL admitted it. Now, they admitted it to Sean Payton. They didn't come out and say, oh, my gosh, Roger Goodell just had like a mini press conference and said this was wrong. 
Roger Goodell not coming out and owning it publicly, I think that kind of boiled into this anger and fury. The Saints got cheated today, and it's terrible. It's a terrible call. Terrible. They should be fired, all the refs. Awful. Worst call ever. Come on, are you kidding me? If I was a, a lesser woman, I would say something a little meaner than that. There's all of this anger, and it manifests in, in billboards throughout the city and, and boycotts and parades. You know, uh, were you at any of those events? Yeah, I actually did a basically an odyssey of going to several events, and it was this big, giant hoopla party, and it had to do with absolutely not watching the Super Bowl. Ignore that the Super Bowl was even existing. And this was on Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, this is on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, in fact, uh, I started at a jazz funeral that was at the riverfront at the foot of Canal Street. Then I went to another block party that was on Magazine Street, of course, a very famous street in New Orleans. The police blocked it off. They had uh, skits where people were dancing and dressed as referees and doing this and that. Anything to take away from the NFL's ratings on the Super Bowl. I think that was part of it. Well, so this is all happening on Super Bowl Sunday, and it doesn't end there. Um, This actually turns into legal action. New Orleans Saints season ticket holders hitting the NFL now with a lawsuit. Those ticket holders say the NFL is wrong by not acting and the commissioner should have done something. But the NFL. The initial lawsuit was basically claiming that the Saints should be allowed and the NFL should allow the Saints and the Rams to replay the game or replay it from that point. But even the Saints, the organization that was totally screwed by this whole thing, they have even come out and said, no, we're with the NFL on this. Well, and Saints have joined the NFL in asking that the Louisiana Supreme Court rule against Saints fans in the NOLA no-call lawsuit. I think that's kind of the telling point. Look, we understand how much you're angry about this, but we've got to move on. This goes a lot farther than just a few frivolous lawsuits. This goes oddly all the way to the U.S. Senate. Uh, My colleague in the House of Representatives is calling for the NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell to come testify in front of Congress on the travesty that occurred five days ago. First of all, who is this senator, Bill Cassidy, who spoke about this on the Senate floor? Bill Cassidy is in his first term as a senator, and of course, he's uh, Louisiana is certainly a Republican state, and maybe he wants to make a name for himself. I don't know. I I, I wish I knew because I I think it was a colossal waste of time. A colossal waste of time. Now, every drunk sitting on a stool in every bar throughout the nation looked up at that TV and said, "There's interference." Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app and answer a few questions. With Angie, you can book instantly at an upfront price or request and compare quotes from multiple pros so you can find the best price for your project. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, at the top of the conversation, you know, you talked about the passion of New Orleans fans, um, especially starting right after Hurricane Katrina. You know, it's a town of fighters and survivors in the most underdog of circumstances. Is that... Is that part of what's going on here with these lawsuits and these boycotts and this continued push to seek justice? People, I can I can understand around the the country, grow tiresome of Hurricane Katrina. Survivors using any means they can to get help. As the mayor of New Orleans says, thousands may be dead in this city. The president confirmed late today it will take years to recover from this. There but it was a- such a dramatic experience and catastrophe for this city. It's also spurred a dramatic turnaround for this city in, in many aspects, but they also are, feel like that they're famous for being resourceful and being scrappy and that they see the saints in almost a similar light and they want to fight to protect their scrappy saints team. And that scrappiness has been rewarded in some way, right? I mean, the fans did get some kind of justice. The NFL actually changed its rules. In Arizona Tuesday at the NFL owners meeting, they did what many said could not be done, convince at least 75% of team owners to put a flag on the field when refs miss a pass interference foul. They added pass interference to the realm of a challengeable call. Say if someone commits pass interference, and the coach doesn't agree with it, they can throw a challenge flag and say, I don't agree with it, go take a look at it. That was never a challengeable thing before. That was just a judgment call. Mm -hmm. What also was added to it was if there was a pass interference penalty that in the coach's eyes was not called, Mm -hmm. they can challenge that. And it's really, you know, you can't overstate how difficult it is to get the NFL to change its rules. Um, This happened very quickly and as a direct result of of this no call in the Saints-Rams game. Yes, Roger Goodell and the NFL knew that this overtook the Super Bowl this year. No one was talking about Patriots-Rams. Everyone was talking about the NOLA no call because it was so blatant and so obvious. And just to show you how far we've come, Sean Payton and Roger Goodell worked basically hand-in-hand to kind of push this rule through. You would have never seen that, what, six years ago? But they knew how big of a catastrophe this was and a public relations hit and would hurt the integrity of the game Mm -hmm. that they had to do something dramatic. And it's important to note that this vote did pass as a trial one-year rule. In order to make the change permanent, the owners will have to vote on it again in 2020. You know, we're, we're in an age where we have so much video replay and so much instant replay, and it, it becomes increasingly more difficult to accept bad calls. You know, what, what role does the advent of video replay have on our expectations, Saints fans' expectations, to just get the call right? I think it's huge. I mean, you look at, and people refer to this all the time, 
that in tennis they have mm-hmm. Hawkeye, and why can't football have something like that when it's such a huge game in the realm of sports in this country? And I think people want to see more of that in the NFL. It's almost like they want to take the human element out of it. I think people expect everything to be correct. Would there have been anything the NFL could have done or anything to come out of these lawsuits or the U.S. Senate that would make Saints fans happy? Somehow they tear up the NFL rule book and <laughs> replay the game and let the Saints win. That's it. I mean, that's that's it. There's no other way to to put this. But still, there is nothing that's going to take away the pain and the injustice. And I will admit it. It was awful, awful. Me personally, in covering sports, I've never seen any worse call. Hey, look, we're journalists. Right. We're not supposed to have these <laughs> the feelings and, and that sort of thing. If I feel that way, imagine just someone who just lives and dies saints. That's, right. And that's so many people within this community. So, Kavitha, they didn't replay last year's game, but the teams met again yesterday here in Los Angeles in week two of the new season. And Saints fans were hoping for revenge. They sure were, but they did not get it. (laughs) Right. In fact, the Saints were on the wrong side of another bad call by the refs. That ball's out. Picked up by the Saints and Jordan. So basically, Rams quarterback Jared Goff fumbles the ball and Saints defensive end Cam Jordan picks it up and runs 87 yards back for a touchdown. And slam dunks the ball through the uprights. That's right. But it turns out the referees had already blown the whistle and called an incomplete pass. And now they're saying incomplete pass. And they've blown it dead. Jordan's down the sideline, but Walt Anderson is saying incomplete pass, no fumble. Right. And then they review the play and confirm that it was a fumble. It's a fumble. It's not an incomplete pass. It didn't look like it was that close. And by saying incomplete pass, they blew it dead. Just a but because they had already blown the whistle, the touchdown didn't count. Let's be clear. This should have been a touchdown for the New Orleans Saints. And because of the call that was made by the official, they get the ball, but they don't get the touchdown. And the Saints are on the short end of another call yet again. Going back to the championship game, that's And to add injury to insult, Saints quarterback Drew Brees left the game with a thumb injury and didn't return. And so after the game, we spoke with some Saints fans, and it seemed like this game is really going to stick with them for a while. I'm feeling dejected, and I'm thinking, you know, hey, we can't catch a good call. You came all the way from Louisiana for the game? From New Orleans, yes, I did. To L.A.? Yes. Just for the game? Just for the game. That's why I came. I was ready for our big comeback from last year's game. We'll never forget that game. Every week, it's something else. We just got to get used to dealing with the refs. That's just what it is to be a Saints fan now, huh? Hey, who that, baby? We're going to be who that no matter what. No matter what, we're going to be who that. Final score, Rams 27, Saints 9. Here are the other stories we're following at the lead. The best player in baseball is out for the season. Mike Trout was having another MVP caliber year for the Angels, but will now need season-ending surgery on his foot. That's on top of the Angels losing two-way phenom Shohei Otani, who's also out for the season after having knee surgery on Friday. And just days after being accused of rape and sexual assault, Antonio Brown made his debut with the New England Patriots yesterday. 
On tomorrow's episode, we'll dive into the Antonio Brown saga and the NFL's history of handling players accused of violence against women. So that's it. The very first episode of The Lead. New episodes will come out every weekday morning. If you like our show, take a second and give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. I'm Kavitha Davidson. And I'm Anders Kelto. And we'll be back tomorrow. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Alex Ryder is back. Hello, Alex. You have a lot of work to do. To face his greatest challenge yet. We have an active threat. They can wipe out an entire city. People are going to die. Now he's running out of time. We have three days to find and destroy. He doesn't know who he can trust. You're not your enemies. You never have been. Everything I've been told has been lies. And our future is in his hands. The truth can be complicated. On April 5th. This weapon is capable of inflicting 100,000 deaths in a heartbeat. The danger is everywhere. Scorpio are no longer hiding in the shadows. The battle threatens everyone. It's personal. It's revenge. It's kill or be killed. That's when you find out what you're really capable of. And his choice could change everything. I'm sick of being manipulated to do what everyone else wants. Tell him the truth, all of it. The world isn't black and white. All we really have are the people we trust. Alex Ryder, season three, streaming free April 5th. Stream seasons one and two free now.